It's Thursday, February 18th, 2010. Wacky weather down under, the fog of change, shifting permafrost, plus... First new nuclear plant in our country in three decades. Obama goes nuclear. Nuclear or nuclear? All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Nuclear energy. Nuclear waste. Nuclear power. Nuclear power plants. A nuclear test. Nuclear weapons. Nuclear activities. Nuclear aspirations. Question. Do you prefer a president who can't say the word nuclear but builds no nuclear power plants? Or one who can and does? This is your Green News Report. news report is brought to you by Velvet Revolution's StopTheChamber.com campaign. It's time for we the people to fight back against the corporate cash laundering operation that is the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, especially following the recent Supreme Court ruling allowing unlimited corporate cash in American elections. Please help out by signing on and donating at StopTheChamber.com. Help the citizens take on the unapologetic corporatists because it's your democracy. Use it or lose it. Visit VR's StopTheChamber.com today. Okay, Desi, uh, well, troubling concerning Obama and these nuclear power plants, but I suspect we'll get to that in a minute. Yes, we will. First off, we're glad to report that the weather is cooperating at what's now being called the Glitch Games in Vancouver. Now, we've been having some fun with the wacky weather in North America, but it's important to note that North America isn't the entire world. The Southern Hemisphere is also in the grip of extremes. In Brazil, where the Festival of Carnival is underway, a record heat wave, the worst in at least 50 years, has killed 32 people and forced residents to sleep outside on the beach. In Australia, a series of cyclones have finally brought much-needed rain to the world's driest continent, now in its 13-year of drought, as a state meteorologist explains. It's good to know that it can still rain. You know, that might seem like a strange statement, but sometimes when a drought goes on for so long and you've got climate change going on in the background, scientists start to worry, look, have we seen a systematic change in the rainfall? But that's not the only extreme. While the torrential rains caused evacuations in northern Australia, farmers in the south are warning that a heat wave rivaling last year's record scorcher is causing massive crop losses. Last week, NOAA, the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration, announced that globally, January 2010 was the warmest on record, both in the instrument record and the satellite record. So this last January was the warmest January on record. That, despite all of these uh, knuckleheads joking about, uh, oh, there's no global warming because it's snowing in Washington, D.C. So once again, they're what? Wrong. Oh, okay. Now, of course, climate scientists say no one weather event can be directly tied to global warming. They do say more extreme and intense weather events are in line with predictions. I left my San Francisco's famous fog is also indicating changing trends. A new study shows a measurable decrease in fog on the northern California coast, up to three hours less fog on an average daily basis. While this is beneficial to drivers, it's not a great deal for California's giant redwood forest. The giant redwoods have adapted to absorb nearly half their water directly from fog, which is partly why they're able to grow to such great heights. The towering trees can live up to 2,000 years and grow nowhere else in the entire world but a 30-mile-wide strip in northern California. And just for good measure, new field data Data shows that the southern boundary of permafrost in Canada appears to have shifted north. They compared historical records and aerial photos of frozen peat bogs of the James Bay region with new field data and calculated that the southern boundary of permafrost has moved 80 miles north in just the last 50 years. We are announcing roughly $8 billion 
in loan guarantees to break ground on the first new nuclear plant in our country in three decades. President Obama gave a huge boost to the nuclear power industry on Tuesday. That $8 billion in subsidies and taxpayer loan guarantees from the Department of Energy will restart, as he said, the nation's nuclear energy industry. The industry suffered a major setback in public opinion after a partial meltdown of a nuclear reactor core at the Three Mile Island power plant in Pennsylvania 31 years ago. That was so long ago. Why are you bringing that up? Can't you look forward instead of back, Desi? <laughs> well, the Three Mile Island plant did release radiation into the atmosphere and subsequent investigations into officials' handling of the accident and public safety afterwards led to an outcry to stop further development of nuclear power. The nuclear power industry recently told the Obama administration that no new nuclear plants could be built in the U.S. without federal help. The industry has an historic loan default rate of 50% and therefore has been unable to obtain private sector funding. That's why taxpayer loan guarantees are required. Socialist nuclear plants? The Associated Press reports that the first company to receive the subsidies, Southern Company, has twice as many lobbyists in Congress as all the other energy companies and has been instrumental in stalling the climate bill in the Senate. Doesn't the Senate climate change bill actually include money for uh, nuclear? Yes, it does. So why are the nuclear companies against that bill? Because they also have other power plants that run on coal and natural gas that would be affected by any emissions caps. Well, I'm against uh, socialized energy. I'm sure John McCain and all the teabaggers will join me in that call. The president expressed hopes that this move will bring bipartisan support for the climate bill. Oh yeah, that'll happen. For more on that and the stuff we didn't get to today, please check our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Follow us on Twitter and download us on iTunes. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Nuclear Green News Report.